Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Catherine. We're the co-founders of Yo Massage, and you're listening to the Yo Massage Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all the things that make you feel good. The things that increase hormones to make us feel connected, happy, and loved, while decreasing hormones that contribute to stress and anxiety. The things that will ultimately improve our quality of life by making us happier and healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. We can't wait for you to feel the difference this podcast makes in your life. On today's podcast, we are going to be talking about pets and their therapeutic effect on our overall well-being. And just a reminder that our podcast is meant to be equal parts educational, entertaining, and inspirational, and it's not intended to be a substitution for professional mental health care. Okay, I loved this one because I really, I've had pets my whole life, Mm -hmm. and I know the impact it's had on me just from observation throughout different times in my life, but it's nice to be able to see the research on it, especially I thought around touch. Did you see anything about touch? I saw some stuff about touch, but I'm excited to hear what you saw. I same, I've had pets my whole life. Like since I was born, my parents had dogs. I didn't have pets in college was the only time. Yeah. And I definitely missed It was so sad, right? I was like looking up. I remember looking up like how to like, can I have a pet in the dorm? Mm -hmm. Like, can I have a, can I sneak a dog in here or something? But definitely I, I don't know a lot of people who don't have pets either. I do, actually. Or didn't grow up with pets? Yeah. No, I mm. know a lot. Especially now, like, my kids' friends. Really? A bunch of them don't. Yeah, I don't know. My kids, we've always had dogs, ex- except for when we were on the boat. But mm. when we came back, it was like, and after we lost our dog, Charlie, they just immediately wanted mm-hmm. another one, you know? And I think for kids, too, when they're feeling stressed or they want a hug or a cuddle Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's so easy to do that with an animal. And (laughs) I was avoiding getting another dog because they are, I mean, I love, love dogs and I would want one, but also there are a lot of work Mm -hmm. and responsibility and it makes traveling hard. And so we got a um, hamster (laughs) instead. That was my solution. And I was like, ugh, like I really didn't want to. I'm not really into rodents. (laughs) But I got, like, kind of attached to this little guy because he was so – I'm still a little scared to hold him. They have really big teeth. <laughs> yeah. Any kind of, like, bunnies or hamsters, stuff like that, I'm afraid to me, get bitten by. Yeah, me too. But this – I mean, I feel like he would, like, look at me in the eyes and we'd, like, communicate. <laughs> like, I don't know if we actually were, but, like, I feel like I developed some kind of relationship with him, mm-hmm. you know? But, I mean, I feel like I'm skipping a little bit here. But it was interesting. I don't know if you saw this, that for people that maybe are allergic or don't like cats or dogs or just, you know, don't want them or can't have them for whatever reason, that other animals have similar benefits. So, like, snakes and lizards. I've seen videos of people, like, with snakes that are, like, they're, like, BFFs with their snake. And they, like, cuddle and... That's, that's what yeah. this says. It says that sometimes that snakes and lizards grow attached to their owners and they like to be petted. They'll like raise their necks mm. up to be petted. And 
I don't know. That was surprising to me. Yeah, I've just seen videos. I didn't. I have more research about cats and dogs, but no, nothing else. Me so, too. Me yeah. too. But there were others. So there's snakes and lizards, and then there's like rabbits as a good alternative because they they let you pet them and it's the same thing so when you're touching or petting an animal Mm -hmm. you are reducing your stress hormone cortisol and you're increasing serotonin the happiness hormone in your brain so that's really petting or snuggling any furry friend and it Mm -hmm. also both of those things help lower your blood pressure Um, a reptile friend does it (laughs) does it work i think the reptile (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just like the social connection thing with the reptiles. Mm. I'm not positive. But birds, it says that they, because you can talk to them and they can talk, some of them can talk back. I Um, have a family member that has, I don't know how long they've had the bird, but I feel, I want to say it's like 40 years or more. But that could be wrong. No, that's probably right. They live forever. I've met it actually many times. I met it like in March and they just have it like on their front porch like everyone was just like hanging out on the front porch and the bird was there and like he wants pets and he yeah it's so funny that's weird I've never been a bird fan I was afraid of him <laughs> <laughs> I didn't touch him or talk to him or anything but <laughs> yeah I don't know I I've only really been exposed to like dogs <laughs> that's my yeah. go-to but yeah even fish it says that Mm. Yeah, keeping and watching fish have been scientifically proven to reduce stress and calm your heart rate as well. Interesting. That's why doctors and dentists have the fish tanks as like help kind of calm you down before Mm. your appointment. But I think pets in general. So the research that I saw on pets in general is that you're less likely to suffer from depression Mm -hmm. if you're a pet owner. There was a ton on lowering blood pressure. Because of the uh, stress relief. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we talked about elevating levels of serotonin and dopamine. Even, I mean, this is so interesting. There was a study showing pet owners have lower triglyceride and cholesterol levels, Hmm. which are indicators of heart disease. Well, so yeah, some of the things, I guess, more, I don't know, practical side of that is that it People who own, I guess, dogs in particular would go out on more walks. So maybe they would just live healthier lifestyles. So some of the things like it increases your sense of responsibility. This article, I think, was more like dog focused because if you have, I mean, I guess you have response. Maybe I don't like take care of, I don't like do the litter box and like all that stuff with the cat. So yeah, but I feel like dogs are more of a responsibility than cats. It's true. So I think like if, if you're depressed and you're Mm -hmm. not wanting to like get up or get out or do anything, you have to, to, you care about that animal. And so you're going Mm -hmm. to, and so you get up and you feed them and you get up and you Mm -hmm. give them water and treats and pet them and take them for a walk or whatever, which gets you out in the fresh air, nature, Mm -hmm. moving, and it's just, yeah, I mean, I remember that, like, Portland winters, I don't want to go outside. Like, mm-hmm. if there's not a reason for me to go outside, I'm not going outside. Yeah. But when we had Charlie, our dog, I mean, we had to. Mm-hmm. And then I would feel better. I would feel better after yeah. going and like, even if I was walking in the rain or hail or whatever, it still was good to get out in fresh mm-hmm. air and all that. 
Yeah, the other thing is, so it helps you with structure and routine. Same same thing that we just talked about because you do have to, like, I have to feed my cats at 4 and 6 mm, p.m. every day. Yep. And, like, Matt has to do the litter box every night and, and all that stuff. I'm sure dogs have a lot more routines as well. Right. They expect things at certain times mm-hmm. and... Yeah. And so, yeah, listen to our, go back and find our routine podcast. Yeah. A lot of these things like that we'll talk about are in, are associated with other podcasts that we've done. So the other thing that I saw was social benefits. So people who have dogs and maybe like go to dog parks Mm -hmm. and meet other people who have dogs. It's so true. I was just actually, I mean, I'm one of those people that if there's like a cute, somebody's walking a cute Mm -hmm. dog, I'm like, Oh, can I pet it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then we are like chatting about whatever, mm-hmm. and I would have never talked to that person otherwise. Yeah. You know, so I think it definitely helps you even just meet people and like talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. And then this is what I really liked. There was this quote from one of these articles that said, "One of the reasons for these therapeutic effects is that pets fulfill the basic human need for touch." And then it went on to say that even criminals in prison show long-term changes in their behavior after interacting with pets, many of them experiencing mutual affection for the first time, stroking, hugging, or otherwise touching a loving animal rapidly calms and soothes you when you're stressed or anxious, eases loneliness, we talked about is a stimulus for health, healthy exercise and substantially boosts your mood. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot, I don't know if you saw this too. There was a lot on like elderly populations and how pets are really good for them. And I think probably the biggest piece is the loneliness and touch Mm -hmm. aspect. I know my ex mother-in-law, she, after her husband passed, she got a dog and then when that dog passed, she was like, no, I'm never getting another dog. Mm-hmm. It was so much work. And like literally within a few months, she yeah. had another dog because, you know, you come home to an empty house and that it's like, yeah, it's nice to have. It is someone to like talk to. Like I talk to my cats all the time and like they follow me around and like they're just like little people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Whenever I would have like a hard day you know, during any of the times I've had dogs, all my different dogs, like I'd get down on the, their bed with them or like mm-hmm. if my, some of them would come up on, I know some people don't like this, but I would love when my dogs would come up and snuggle me on my bed <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just be like, just give me some snuggles. I had a hard day, you yeah. know, and like, it just makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Indulge in a transformative experience that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Each yoga massage session begins with a five-minute deep breathing ritual or a unique themed meditation that helps ground you in the present moment. You'll let your worries float away as you're guided through a series of restorative stretches while a yoga massage therapist provides therapeutic massage and guided meditation. Throughout the session, you'll move into a place of tranquility and relaxation. Visit yomassage.com to learn more about how to find a class or how to become a yomassage practitioner. Well, I saw, so I have some cat. I wanted to look at cats specifically because okay. a lot of things were 
seemed more specific to dogs, but it says that they can lower your risk of heart disease for the things that we talked about, just primarily that they can reduce your stress levels. So that lowers your risk of heart disease if you're less stressed. Mm -hmm. Their purring, it says their purring helps to heal bones, tendons, and muscles, which I guess this has something to do with the comforting sounds, but then also the frequency of the purr, the vibrations of the purrs, apparently. What's your source on that? (laughs) I have, let me see. It is, it's... um, NCBI source. What? Yeah. Okay. So what's interesting is, oh, now I'm going to forget the term, but it is research-based and it is about touch. Oh my gosh, this is going to bother me. But one of the things that's soothing to people is that, hmm, like, Mm, you know, when you have a newborn baby and you're like shushing them or the hmm, you know, and it's because like our animal instincts or whatever, Mm -hmm. like that's animals like purr to soothe each other, you know, to soothe their babies and stuff. So, I mean, if you haven't held a purring cat or like cuddled with a purring cat, it's like, it does. It like really calms you and just makes you feel so happy. (laughs) And yeah, my cats are super big purrs. So I, I get that one for sure. They help you sleep better. Apparently people who sleep with this says that people who sleep with cats or pets in the bed sleep better than with other humans in the bed (laughs) apparently (laughs) from the mayo clinic really Uh and then they reduce stress and anxiety which we've talked about and then apparently just like watching videos of cats or dogs can also help relax you and decrease negative feelings um, oh yeah I mean all like the cute dog videos are Mm -hmm. cute my daughter is obsessed with those (laughs) that's all she watches yeah and she'll be like mama come look at this one you know and I'm like oh yeah then I get into it too Mm -hmm. it's adorable cute instantly makes you feel better but yeah they bring in like I know they bring in like petting it's usually puppies I feel like to universities Mm -hmm. or schools or hospitals yeah yeah, I mean, the therapy dogs, right? For people with PTSD or mm-hmm. just, yeah, like the hospitals is a big one. There is a lot of research behind this. This isn't like one of those things where right. there's like just a little bit. There is a pretty significant amount of research behind. You know, one of the one of the things I'm I was looking at is, you know, they kind of divided it out into people with these different disorders or conditions, but I think really like you could probably apply it to a lot of different things, not just... For example, I found an article talking about uh, children with ADHD and how they um, benefit because it gives them responsibilities and they have unconditional love and somebody to talk to them, which increases their self-confidence. Like, I know kids, like at the schools, sometimes they have kids reading to dogs because it's Hmm. this, uh, like, non-judgmental, whatever, like, being just listening to them. It is sweet. But then there was another one on um, pets and autism, children with autism. And and it's kind of like the same, the soothing, unconditional social connection Mm -hmm. for those kids. And so... Like I said, I think you can apply it to anything. It's it's not just ADHD or autism, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that can benefit. So recommendations, I think... If you don't have a dog or a cat and, like, you can't have a dog or a cat, 
volunteer at a rescue shelter mm-hmm. or the pound or something or like if you have a friend that has a pet like make a effort to go hang out with their mm-hmm. animals or offer to watch them be a dog sitter yeah my friend Sam and I in high school we I feel like it was like once a week we would after school go to the pet store which it, it was like it's not huh. a place that you I don't know it's not like a I guess ethical type of place anymore where I was like oh a, like that in the malls yeah well it was it was called like I don't know it was like one of the big massive pet where stores where they have and, like yeah designer puppies those. and oh like gosh, all that I forgot about those. but we would go there like every week and like you could get like these cubicles and ask for the pet or like you just like to play with one <laughs> and you'd be like I want to hold this one and so like you would get in your huh. own little area and then they would bring you the dog or whatever and I would always cuddle we would just like play with them or we would play with the bunnies or like you could bring like the bunnies in there. So we did that once a week and it was just so fun. And they let you, they weren't like, are you going to buy it or not? No, they never. <laughs> I, yeah, they never, it was never like that. Huh. So yeah. And I feel like at the humane society and stuff, it's always like chaotic here Yeah, it is. and it's like, you can't really hold them or mm. play with them. So I don't know if there's. But you can volunteer there to, like, mm. walk them or okay. play with them or, yeah. yeah. Although not, I think, with COVID, they're not doing yeah. stuff like that. But someday, again, <laughs> there'll be yeah. that opportunity. And if you're, like, allergic or you're just, like, not a dog or cat person, then, you know, I mean, we were talking about those other animals. Find one that mm-hmm. you do feel a connection yeah. with. Or the videos and stuff that can be a good That's true. alternative. Just watching videos or you know finding a friend with a pet or something like that Mm -hmm. in addition to the signature yo massage class yo massage offers other specialized experiences such as energetic yo massage in an energetic yo massage class, your practitioner will combine a traditional yo massage session with our signature energy work ritual and a healing and transformative mind body soul experience. As you find rest and relaxation and restorative stretches and get lost in mind opening meditations, your practitioner will provide an enlightening, energetic experience. You'll leave this session feeling a true sense of transformation and tranquility. For more information, visit yomassage.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen. To learn more about today's topic, check out yomassage.com backslash podcast. And if you're interested in discovering more about yomassage or taking a yomassage or mindful touch class, visit us at yomassage.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week.